And then Jesus said unto the people, go and listen to the Thank You for the Invite podcast and you shall find salvation and you will be free from the chains that hold you down. You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. Hello, everybody. This is Freddie Correa. Enjoying my coffee candy with my coffee drink. You ever do that? You ever eat, suck on a coffee candy and then sip on your coffee it's kind of like overkill too much coffee you know it kind of is not overkill though because i'm actually drinking decaf i've been switching it up guys i'm switching it up i've been finding that it's better for me to drink decaf early like in the morning when i go to work and then switch it up to regular if not a very loaded coffee like an americano um in the afternoon because then it's that pick that pick me up i need that pick me up in the in the afternoon sometimes you know it's just a habit too i don't even notice if coffee makes a difference i've been drinking since i was a kid maybe it's the cuban side right no mexicans do it too because i remember drinking coffee in mexico with my grandma while eating uh, Mexican bread, you know, that sweet bread with coffee. Mmm. Yeah, since I was a kid, I used to drink coffee. Influence from both sides. Yeah. I always heard, you know, I used to hear also when I was a kid that if you drink coffee when you're, uh, un, you know, when you're not an adult, I don't know what the age, I guess when you're a kid. You would always hear, like, it stunts your growth. And I was short, so I believed it for a long time, but it's like, I didn't care. I used to be the short kid in class. In ninth grade, girls were taller than me. And most girls around ninth grade, they're around 5'2", 5'5", maybe, you know, average and um, from ninth grade, I went to summer, summer vacation, and came back for the tenth grade. I had a, I, I just like, I just grew over three months, two and a half months or so, because I do remember I was still short at the end of ninth grade, and goddamn, I came back and I was already taller than some of the, some of the girls. You know, most of my friends that were um, from ninth grade, and and then some of the girls were pregnant. Believe that? Wow. <laughs> I'm serious. It's crazy how every time you would go to summer break in high school and you come back, half of the girls don't come back. <laughs> guys too. I'm not gonna lie, guys too. But um. I actually ended up dropping out at one point. 
because I was skipping school so much and I, I dropped out for a while. I was, I was just stupid, you know. And But I wanted to get back to school, so I, I, they put me in this adult class in Reno called Washoe, Washoe High School. And that's where all the adults go to finish their high school degrees and all that shit. And that's where all the pregnant girls go, too. <laughs> Some of them are too embarrassed to go back to regular high school. Some of them don't want to go back to regular high school because they can't fight while they're pregnant. Can you imagine Cholas fighting while they're pregnant? I could see it happening, but it's not safe and it's not good. I don't think it is. But, um, yeah, there was nothing but pregnant girls in my class. And I think this was in my junior or senior year. I, I, I was so good in school so good in school i don't know what happened in after ninth grade it just went downhill i stopped caring i stopped paying attention i think i let influences get to me and that's what sucks about being young without a good role model i mean like a father figure a big brother a counselor you know you can get influenced by just stupid things like i remember when I was 16, I wanted to become a drug dealer because I, I lived in this um, neighborhood in these apartments. They, they were so ghetto. My mom and I used to live in Section 8 apartments in, in Reno, and that was ghetto as well. But we went from that to worse. We went to, we should have never left Section 8. We should have stayed there until I was 18. I think I would have been better off, but. We ended up moving to these shitty apartments where it was infestated. Infestated? Infestated? Is that the word? I don't know. But it was like nothing but fucking Latino and black gangs. Nothing but that. It was called Southwest Apartments in Reno, Nevada. This place is a shithole. I think it still is. They used to call it the hole. <laughs> El Oyo. And there was always fights there. Um, you would see people selling shit that they stole from a Radio Shack. I remember I bought these really nice, this nice CD player, CD Walkman, a Discman from Sony. And it was like anti-shock. Remember those? Anti-shock. I could walk around. I could jog with it. And it wouldn't skip. It had like a 30-second delay. It would never skip on you. So it was designed for like exercising and shit. Those things were annoying. Remember those fucking dismans? You would try to listen to a song. You had to stay still. You couldn't walk around with that shit. Fucking. Why, what are you listening to? I'm listening to Tupac. Come over here. Let me see. No, I can't move. Or else he skips. <laughs> um... But this place was like that. It was that kind of place. It was literally a shithole, man. Uh, I remember I started hanging out with this dude named Chino. He was like a Salvadoran dude. And he was a blood. It was confusing as fuck. Because I've, I've heard of Norteños. But a Latino that's a blood? Like, I, I didn't understand that. He was from Englewood. So it makes sense. Englewood, uh, California. Um, you know, he was influenced by that. And that's why he was a blood. I, I didn't know shit about shit, bro. Okay, so I'm hanging out with this dude. 
hanging out with other people. And in my head, I was thinking, I'm going to start selling weed like Chino. And then uh, I was like, I want to be a rapper. And if not a rapper, I want to be a, a producer, make beats for people. So in my head, I'm like, I'm barely, like, I'm remembering this as I'm talking, right? I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but I'm remembering in my head, I'm thinking, I'm just going to quit school. I don't need to go to school. I don't need school. I could just sell drugs and, and, uh, and start saving up money to build my own studio, make my own rap studio and charge people rent for the studio time. This is me at 16 years old, guys. Okay. Um, that was bad. That was so bad. I think it was 15. I think I was 15. Yeah, I think I was 15 years old. Yeah, I was. But um, that's what made me want to quit school. I wanted to be a, a <laughs> fucking rep. <laughs> a fucking little John, a producer. <laughs> But anyway, I came back from <laughs> summer, and yeah, I was taller. So I guess coffee never did stunt stunt my growth. I guess I I ended up I kept growing. Um, I'm six feet, six feet tall, exactly six feet. So, cheers, guys! If you're drinking your coffee too, I don't know why I went into that little story, but it was it was cool going down memory lane. When you start remembering how dumb you are when you're young, even even now as an adult, like when you look back a year ago, how stupid you were, isn't it crazy? That's why I hate Facebook sometimes, how it reminds you of your past. On this day, you did this, like you, you put this status up. And it just goes to say, say it's like, it's almost like we're living in a science fiction movie, right? Or a show. It's like all your memories, everything you've ever done, you will be reminded of. Sometimes I delete shit. I'm like, oh my God, am I, was I this stupid? And I just delete it. Sometimes I, I see a picture of, of like, I'm like, why the fuck did I post this? It's so crazy. Remember in the Bible, if you if you went to Sunday school, in the book of Revelation, it says um, everything you've ever done will be read to you. When it says two books were open at a judgment throne, one of them was the book of life and the other one was the book of, um, I think, works, like the works that you did in life. Could that be Facebook and Twitter? Like all the all the shit you ever posted? <laughs> and then when you get canceled, that's like that's the same as going to hell <laughs> oh shit well hello guys I'm back want to give you a little update on this whole chiropractor situation uh, if you listened to the last episode a couple weeks ago I uh, I was talking about going to a chiropractor because they offered massages and my insurance covers it so it's been it was a six-week commitment and I did about five weeks on the sixth week, I had a car trouble. We had to take it into the dealership, so I, I didn't, I didn't have transportation, so I canceled the appointment. And 
And uh, yeah, so I, I didn't go. And then I'm going to tell you my update on this. It, it, listen to the last episode. I talk about going to the chiropractor. It's not because I'm hurt. It's just because it was a, a, my friend from work told me about it and I started going to it. So it's like, oh, you get free massages for like, uh, you know, and you get adjusted. They pop your back. They don't use those words, by the way. You never say, can you pop my back? Or, you know, at the chiropractor, they use different words, different phrases, like uh, adjusted. I'm going to adjust you. Adjust your back. That's that's the same as popping your back. Just so you guys know, if you've never been to a chiropractor, you don't use the word, ooh, I have knots in my back. No. They don't say knots. Okay? They say you have tenderness. So I started learning a bunch of this shit. And needless to say, I'm not there. I'm not going no more. And I'm going to break it down, give you an update why. I had a feeling. Okay? I kind of knew and I told you on the episode... I've always been skeptic of chiropractors. I went in there trying to be very neutral, and I was. But I've always had a bad, like, feeling about chiropractors. Just because this one's like that doesn't mean they're all the same. So I'm not generalizing. Sorry if I am. If I sound like I am. But all of the chiropractors I ever dealt with have usually been fucking slimy. Okay? There's a... there's this chain in Vegas called The Joint. I think it's in other places too. It's a group of chiropractors, different stores where uh, practices where you get like a punch card. Every time you go in there, you pay like 80 bucks and they they adjust you. I threw my back out a long time ago and I went to one of these and yeah, it was a fucking scam. I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. And it didn't even do anything. You know what fixed me was... Uh, Lizzie uh, adjusted my back by just massaging up and down my spine. It's like she popped the the disc that was out or whatever the fuck was happening in my back. And I felt way better. I felt immediately after this massage Lizzie gave me, I felt way better. Yet I went to this chiropractor and he popped my back and didn't do shit for me. I felt like I couldn't walk afterwards. Um, Alright, so let me give you my breakdown, my review on this whole experience with uh, the chiropractor these last couple of weeks, okay? So, from day one, I went in, they did some stretches, they asked me questions about my body. I thought, oh, this is very professional. They're gonna have a, I'm guessing they're gonna have a log of everything I'm answering. Any, they asked any surgeries, have you ever had any break, broken bones? And now I'm looking back and it's got to be more of a liability now the reason they ask all these questions which makes sense but again I thought they were going to keep a record of this shit they never did week after week they would always ask me something else I would get assigned to a different person and the massage that they say it's uh, therapy on your body you know, it, 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 it's very I, w- I, I would express it um I don't want to say painful. At times, it is painful when they're getting rid of the tenderness. Okay, the knots. They use these blades, these different tools. And there you are sitting on the table. uh, Well, laying on a table, getting massaged in quotation marks. And you're just pretty much in... I I don't want to say 
pain as much as discomfort. You know, I was more in discomfort. Discomfort. I can't talk. You know I can't talk. Why the fuck do you listen to this podcast? You know I have a speech impediment. But I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, But it's very discomfort. (laughs) It, It felt uncomfortable, okay? God damn it. It didn't feel good. Jesus. It felt like I had to say a level from one to five. How tender is it? And they say, we never want to get to five because we don't want you to be in pain. Well, I would tell them, I'm like, okay, I'm at three, about to go to four. It's starting to hurt. And that didn't mean shit on all the different therapists. It was always the same. Uh, okay, well, we got to get rid of this tenderness. And, and here, you know, you pick up on things like you start realizing, you know, you know, when, you know, when you're, your um your brain you know like uh the skeptic in you like a red flag is raised and you're like okay this uh, this is kind of fishy so it was like the way they were massaging my body and they were naming the 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 muscles and the parts all these terms that raised a red flag in me kind of because a doctor we all know doctors are very smart and they go to school um, for many years but they also most of the time I want to say they try to translate what they're trying to tell you about your body without using the jargon okay without jargon and they try to use it in stupid people terms it, ro- it rose a red flag when I started hearing them expressing themselves of my body like the, the, the muscles and the sections with all these like glute, not, not even glutes, like all these special words, okay? Fucking, this is how stupid I am. I say special words. <laughs> but they were describing the parts uh, they were working on with the special words <laughs> and I was like okay are they trying to impress me what are they what it just sounds I don't know it was, it was like a little overkill just a little too much almost like when somebody is lying they use too much detail you ever heard you, you ever caught somebody lie to you and put a lot of detail in their story like if that's gonna make it more official it was kind of like that there you go kind of like that and you know after the massage the doctor comes in so after 70 minutes of massage of of just like it's almost like bullshit massage like i could probably get a better massage at a, at a mall and you know paying 20 dollars one of those chairs they uh, i never felt like i, I want to say i felt i guess i felt a little better but like maybe i went because i went there without pain so much I've had lower back issues in the past but that was like I never felt like I was relieved like when you go to a massage in a spa you know and you get a really good massage and you're like ooh I feel refreshed I never felt that I never got that feeling after the 70 minutes of massage the doctor comes in the chiropractor and he and he he adjusts your neck if you pop your neck 
and he doesn't you know if you, if you pop your neck regularly that's something i learned and that means that your neck's not gonna pop for the doctor and he's gonna cast judgment on you and he's gonna say okay you need to stay off you need to stop popping your neck because you're cranking your 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 neck and you're popping in you have um joints that you're wearing out and which i agree okay it makes sense but then he gets to pop it so he wants the pop sound and if he doesn't get the pop sound it's like then he's useless right so then that's why it almost seemed like that wasn't a red flag but it, it made sense why the doctor uh doesn't like it when people and i i heard him say it with other people a lot of people have this neck issue where it's like a bad habit i do it too but i i learned that you know during the day that day i would try my best not to pop my neck so that i that, so the doctor could get a good pop you know um so the first day on my way out i didn't talk about this on the last episode i don't think i did but I remember asking the doctor, he said, you have any questions for me? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, um, how would you recommend that I sleep? Because I sleep on my stomach a lot. Would it be better if I sleep on my back or on my side? And this was his answer. I don't care how you sleep. You come here every week, we'll take care of you. And I'm thinking, that's not what you want to tell your patient as a professional really as a scam artist yeah because you want them to keep coming to you but if you look up videos information on youtube or google you'll learn that the best way to sleep is on your back and second would be on your side with pro you know like a pillow in between your legs it's not good for you to sleep on your stomach and, and i'm guilty of it i've been learning in the middle of my sleep sometimes i i get on my side and like mentally subconsciously i guess but that was such a bad answer that was another red flag red flag man two red flags in one day but i said hey i'm gonna do it i'm i'm gonna commit to the six weeks we're gonna do this let's let's keep going and see what comes out of it all right so i'll say like two or three weeks later now before the whole doctor um, before I set up this whole chiropractor thing, the doctor did tell me, and we're communicating through text before I even went there. He said, you need to commit for at least six weeks because this is a long-term uh, therapy, treatment, and your insurance you know, is going to pay for everything. You just have to comply with the commitment. And I, he said, you need to commit to a certain day. I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know the future from now. What if I have a show on a Thursday or Wednesday? What if the city opens back up and I can't be performing uh, because I got to go to the doctor now? I need to go back and perform and do comedy. So I just said, okay, well, let's just uh, do Thursday for now, and I'll let you know my schedule later on, and I'll commit to a specific day. I was going to pick like a Monday or Tuesday, which is not, you know, if the city was to open up comedy you hardly ever do comedy on a monday or tuesday unless you're like on the road or in la a bigger city so 
he said on the text, no, you have to commit. You have to commit to a specific day because otherwise it doesn't make sense and it won't work. You need to set a certain day and we're going to lock you in. All right. So second week goes by, third week goes by. And uh, it kept changing. It kept changing from a Thursday to whatever he had available. He would try to put me on a Monday, a Tuesday. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought you wanted me to commit to a certain day. So I'm like, all right, this is this is already like, all right, that's three red flags, three strikes. He should have been out already. He's telling me I, I have screenshots. I have screenshots. I have, I have the text though, not screenshots, but I guess I could make it a screenshot. But I, I had the text where he said, he said I had to commit to a certain day. Okay, so this is this is just petty at this point, okay? I'm nitpicking. I get it. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, all right, this guy, this this doesn't seem legit anymore. He's telling me to be fucking, to, 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 to commit. And then he's not going to hold up his end of the bargain. So, all right, whatever. I didn't pay attention too much of, on it. I just, mental note, okay. Kept going. Now, three weeks into it, or the fourth week, I noticed he didn't pop the lower back. And he was just trying to get rid of me quick because he had another person and they're running late. So I'm like, all right, okay. So I said, are you gonna still do the bottom part of the back? And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sorry, man. Next week, same thing. So every week, the therapist, it would be a therapist and the chiropractor, like they have three or four different girls. They would always switch it up with different girls. And then I would always have to start all over with all the fucking questions. You ever had any broken bones? And I, again, I get it, liability. But you would think a place that's going to charge your fucking insurance close to four to 500 bucks each visit you would think they would be more professional about it and have a log for each patient, right? At least a clipboard so, so they understand. So that that threw me off. I'm like, okay, this, this doesn't seem legit anymore. It doesn't seem like they really are trying to do, uh, you know, a good scam. It, it's like you're making it too obvious. So I talked to other people, and, yeah, it, it just seems like it's very shady. Um now this was the the final thing i I was gonna keep going i was gonna totally keep going but this is what really really fucking put the nail in the coffin i would say like remember the week i said i couldn't make it the final week because of car problems i get a letter in the mail from my insurance saying that i was there the fucker still charged my insurance not just that he charged two different dates in the same week. And I never even stepped foot in that place. So, yeah, man. I This place is fucking corrupt. And, yeah, I'm not paying a, a cent for it. But in a way, I am. Because I, I do pay for my... We all pay for insurance, right? But it's kind of fucked up. It's like... I know insurance... You know, in America, like... You know, everybody has their, their opinions on it insurance they fucking rip you off you pay a lot and then they try their best not to cover their end and you know when it comes to car insurance especially but 
man, this doesn't help the system, right? To have a corrupt fucking uh, chiropractor practice. <laughs> a practice? Is it a practice? I guess. I don't know. No? I don't know. But it doesn't help. Especially when they're very, like, blunt about it. Like, you could at least hit that. Like, hide, hide the... I'm not even going into a lot of the details of the shit that I found unprofessional uh, with the therapist, but not going to put no one on blast. This this was just something I wanted to talk about because I said I was going to give a review on it. And yeah, it's it's I didn't pay uh, one penny for it, but well, you know, up front or anything like that, but um. Yeah, I do feel like it's a scam. I think it's good for some people, maybe. Some people do need to get adjusted. They feel like their body's, you know, not adjusted and they just need it really bad. And uh, Maybe because I never needed it. Maybe that's why. But, wow. What an experience. I think this this is what fucking pandemic does to you. I didn't have shit to do in the evenings. Uh, so I'm, I, I was like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, I'm down with it. Let's check it out. See what happens. And and yeah, I went with it. I did it. But I don't think it was worth it. I thought it was a whole scam from beginning to end. I actually feel a little dirty of it about it because the the whole part is like I was being come I was being part of um, uh, a fucking scam, fucking over my insurance. So now here's the thing. So now I, I don't feel I don't feel good about it as far as um, my insurance getting charged for two different dates. I wasn't even there, so yeah, it's definitely something I got to call my insurance because I don't, I don't want to be part of it and then think that you know like what what it just it's it's fucked up. How are you gonna say that somebody? Can you imagine your your doctor? Can you imagine your doctor claiming? Uh, doing an insurance claim on your behalf when you were never at your doctor's and they're just fucking cashing in. I know there's a lot of scams and a lot of fucking corrupt shit with medical and insurance uh, companies, but come on, dude. That's, it was so obvious. At least try to hide it, dude. Don't be so fucking obvious about it. But, you know, it is what it is. Oh, and uh, just just in case some of you might reply, which is great. Uh, thank you for your feedback. But somebody might say, well, you know, le- when you get letters from insurance claims, that doesn't mean that it was that same exact specific date. And you're right. It's not always going to be the same exact specific date. However... Uh, you do get a letter per visit for each claim. I got about seven or eight letters and they all had different uh, throughout this whole process. I, sh- I should have only ever received five because there was only five visits. So there you go. There's a feedback for the chiropractor shit that happened. A little short episode for you. Don't get scammed and don't be part of a stupid scam. How about that? It's pretty crazy how people 
can get away with a lot of this shit, man. And and it, it's really what, you know, I, hey, man, you want to hustle, hustle. Everybody has a hustle. We all have hustles, guys. But God damn it, man. I, I felt I felt like if this was money coming out of my pocket, I, like I would have never paid for it. I would have never, ever paid for it. You know? Oh, here's another thing. Here, just to nitpick a little bit. Um, the the therapist, she would give me homework. Okay, Daniel, I need you to do these stretches for this week. And I'm going to quiz you next week. Make sure you do your, your, your stretches. And then I would... Um, I would do them, and I would ice my back and do all the all the stuff they would tell me I have to do, right? So, I would do them. Next week, she would ask me, so, did you do your stretches? Yep, I did. And I, and I think she was waiting for me to tell her what my stretches were, but I, I, nah, fuck that. I was, I was fucking playing the game. I was t- turning that around on her and saying, do you remember what they were? And she's like, yeah, I told you to do this. And she starts showing me something with her, with her, um, with her foot and her calf. And I'm like, nope, that wasn't, no, you didn't tell me to do that. And she's like, oh no, what did I tell you? See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you're going to give me fucking homework, teacher. Keep a log of what you fucking told me to do. That you don't look like an idiot. You see? So it's like. They weren't even paying attention to like, and I don't blame him for not remembering. That's why you got to keep a fucking log. If you have so many fucking patients, you should definitely keep a log. So there you go. Now, (laughs) I guess I just need to vent on that a little bit. I tell Lizzie all about it too. So it's not like I don't have a place to vent, but it's a fucking podcast and I want to give you a little something. You know, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit of uh, a couple weeks that I haven't podcasted. And to be honest, here's one of the reasons I haven't. I I do this for free. And I love the feedback. I love it when people, um, when people listen to the show, share the show. But it, to me, I just need a little break. Because it, it could get very repetitive very repetitive talking about the pandemic the covid shit i mean look i love legion of skanks that's one of my favorite podcasts even louis j gomez is like let's not talk about these guys no more but you can't help it they still talk about everybody rogan now i listen to these shows and i love them but i just got tired of talking about just myself so i needed a little break and just to you know, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about it. It's fucking everywhere. It's in our face. This shit's happening. Every, every fucking week we learn something new. First, we thought it was on everything we touched for seven days. So we're, we're, we're fucking Howie Mandel everywhere. Next thing you know, uh, oh, it's not everywhere. It's not on every surface. So no one's wearing, uh, gloves anymore. So every, every week we're learning something. So I just had it. I just needed my own personal little break, guys. That's all it was. Just need a little break from talking about the same old shit. And it was good. It's good to take your breaks. And then you start missing it. When you start missing it, you know it's time to go back. 
and I have a full-time job. I got I got a lot of shit going on. I can't can't get into doing comedy right now because the fucking city closed. See, this is why I didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> fucking after I did that podcast, the fucking governor made everybody wear a mask in 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 uh, Nevada and closed all the bars and swimming pools, any pool activities, all all kinds of stuff. So it was like it was just like, oh, I had shows ready to go. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing my shit and keep thinking, meditating on what to talk about next. And I have a lot of stuff. I wrote a list of things, and I don't want to blow the whole wad on one episode. But I hope you enjoyed this one. It was cool reminiscing on the past of my fucking teenage years. That was crazy. How stupid was I? How stupid am I now? Next year, I'll be like, ooh, I'm so much smarter. It's always going to be that way, I guess. It's it's a sign of growth, maybe. Or a sign of disgust with your own self. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, there was an episode I was going to post. And I'm still going to post it. It's going to be edited. Because we did an episode with Ian and Alyssa Harder from Canada. And we did a... Uh, Lizzie and I, we did our, where we try chips that Alyssa sent us from Canada. It's ketchup chips and uh, all dressed chips, which were great. I'll just a little spoiler alert, but I, I want to put a little video on us trying it out for the first time. That part came out pretty good. Other than that, there was a lot of interruptions with the audio. I was like, ah, I can't put this out. I just can't. It was too choppy. I know I put up some other podcasts that are choppy and all that but this one i'm like no this is just too much too much way it's gonna take too long to edit also so i'm just gonna put up that that section of us trying out the the chips and it was pretty cool i i liked it trying out um something that's we're not used to and all that so that was pretty cool so shout out to Alyssa for uh sending us those chips she's always being nice to us and sending us nice little care packages so there it is guys uh also check out Alyssa harder's podcast bombastic she has a podcast on anchor and also lizzie correa with the anti-social butterfly and they she's had Alyssa on her podcast as well so we will do another episode another podcast soon with Alyssa, and we got to get on hers as well so there you go, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. August is coming up. This is July 28th. Uh, I've been enjoying the summer. Yeah, we've all had a different summer, but you got to make the most of it. So I've been enjoying it. And uh, I've been enjoying it maybe a little too much. and getting a little too fat. So got to work on that part. And, oh, yeah, there's so much to talk about. There's so much. I'm going to save some of this shit. That was just my chiropractor update. Got to talk about finances soon also. So we'll talk about that soon. All right, guys. We are out. Peace.